Welcome to another episode of CyberSide Chats. I'm your host, Jess Coburn, CEO of Managed Cloud, IT, and cybersecurity company Applied Innovations, where we help businesses identify risk and address it before it becomes a problem. Today, businesses across the globe are dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, and these first few episodes focus on what business leaders, owners, and CEOs can do to not just survive, but thrive amid crisis. In this episode of CyberSide Chat, I sit down with Jamie Delsing, Managing Partner of Consultus IT, and we discuss the importance of culture in business and how to continue to build your culture when going remote, as well as how the staffing industry is preparing for recovery. So sit back, relax, and let's chat. I'm Jess Coburn, and welcome back to another episode of CyberSide Chat. Today I have with me Jamie Delsing. Jamie is a managing partner at Consultus IT. Jamie, can you tell us a little about Consultus IT? Sure. Consultus is an information technology IT services firm. So we do basically everything in the workforce. We do everything from staff augmentation to direct placement to project work, long-term or short-term project. We do offshore, nearshore, and onshore project work as well. Okay. And how long has, uh, has Consultus been around? Long time, 35 years, 36 wow. in 2020. And then you have offices in Boca Raton, but where else? We have offices in Texas, we have offices in Minnesota, and offices in Florida. Okay. So you're a distributed company today? Yes. Now, I'm, I'm looking at your, your video here, and it doesn't look like you're working from home today. No, today I popped in. I had to get up, pick up a few things at my office, but I have been working from home um, for the last two weeks. Okay. And your whole team, they're working from home now, or they're there in the office too? Popped they are, in. They're home. They're, they're at home. Um, we were uh, blessed with the opportunity to be able to quickly move them off site. We do have a couple employees that are already remote. Um, so it was pretty, it was pretty seamless. I mean, obviously, you know, not obviously, but having, you know, for you guys in Office 365, Microsoft already set it in place and we have all the kinks have been worked out. We've been running on it, what, good six months now, you think? Well, you were on Office 365 before. So yeah. Yeah. you're so you're, one, you're one of the managers, managed customers of Applied Innovations yep. and you were on Office 365 before you were with Applied Innovations. One of the things we did for you when we came in is we identified that you had a file server on on site and we wanted you to move that file server to the cloud. We actually ended up doing away with the file server and using SharePoint Online and OneDrive. Yep. yep. How's yep. that how's that been? Well, I'd like to be able to add SharePoint Administrator to my job title, which I would not be happy doing that because I'm not made that way. <laughs> but it has been um, really great because during having different servers, we had a different sets of files per location. So there was a ton of duplicity and redundancy in all of our file structures. So ha- going to SharePoint has made a huge difference. And, um, you know, now there's one set of everything that everybody uses the same document. We collaborate on it. We make any changes. We, we you know, it's obviously shared amongst everybody all the changes. So it's really been beneficial. And you think that that's helped you make that transition to work from home during these times a lot easier? No question about it. And then your company uses VoIP also, right? Yes. And so that was pretty seamless for you to make that transition with that? Yes, it was very seamless. In fact, today on our team's chat, a couple of our employees have gone to um, downloading the VoIP app um, and using it um, on their cell phones. 
Yeah, just, that's what I would. Yeah. That's the way I would recommend they do it too. That way they can turn off the VoIP app when they're when they're checked out. It keeps that separation. For you personally, how's it been making that transition to work from home? It seems like you're struggling since you're in the office. But anyway. <laughs> Well, I've done it for a while, maybe one day a week here and there. You know, the only distraction I have is I have three giant dogs that, you know, love me and they're all around me. So when someone, they see a bird, <laughs> that's, that's obnoxious, but you know, it's, it's okay for me. I have a separate room. Um, so that makes a huge difference. I have a setup. I have a separate mouse, keyboards, monitors, you know, all of that. So I just plug my laptop in and go. So it's been um, it's been good. I mean, it gets, it gets a little, you know, I'm a people person, you know, I'm a marketing sales side, you know, I, I like people. So I do miss my team. I miss that interaction for sure, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, let's talk about that. Cause really I want to talk about culture with you. I think culture is fantastic. A consultant. I think it's a, just a, a, a fantastic example of a company that's got culture, right? Can you tell us a little about the culture at consultants? Yeah, well, we are family business. So one of the business owners is my mom um, and it was my brother, but my, he retired recently. So we definitely have a family feel. It's important to us that we keep that and we maintain that that feel. As you can see, there's fish around. Uh, we do have a, um, a, a motto, if you will, or a mantra of fish, which is fun, innovative, save, and hardworking. So that's kind of carries with us in all the locations. We all have fish names. Mine is Triggerfish. That's a whole nother story. Um, but everybody gets to pick their own fish names and we kind of have fun with it and we play with it. And, you know, it seems to be, it seems to be really working. We've had the fish theme for God, I want to say five years now. And it's just, it's, it's, it's hard working. There's no doubt about it, but we definitely have fun. We play hard and, you know, work hard. I suppose that cliche is, is yeah. part of our culture. Now we were both Vistage buddies also, right? So we were in Vistage together and we adopted the execution roadmap same time. And you guys are, are you guys have stayed really you know true to that right and you're still doing a lot of that oh yeah definitely i know from what i've seen there is that you have the the daily meeting the the stand-up meetings and you know kind of that cadence of the meeting cadence how's that gone being remote is that are you guys still sticking with that oh yeah absolutely um in fact 8 15 every day each location has a team's video chat with each other they've got to be up and ready to go um they no no pajamas well they can, i told them they can be in their pajamas that's fine but they need to like get their day going. teeth have to be brushed at that point um but they're it's been great they're very communicative with each other um after each of the meetings the quick stand-up the managing directors which are branch managers of all of our offices are um sending a follow-up email each of the team members is um, they're listing their goals to not only their manager, but their team. So they're holding themselves accountable for what they want to accomplish for the day. And uh, I think that's really important. So that's that the morning startup is really working for us. Good. And so you make everyone go on camera as long as they brush your teeth. <laughs> that's exactly right. Of course, has, if there's video uh, that they're going to put out on social, then I may have to modify that role okay. a little bit. <laughs> and you guys are big about social media as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's real important to us. It's really important. That's a great way for us to even collaborate and communicate with each other. Not only the community that's going on when what's all the stuff that's going on now, but even with each other, it's 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 really important. Good. Going back to video, was there any pushback on video from some of the employees? So oh, I don't want to be on video. Why are we doing this? No, I mean not really. I mean I had a couple people, but 
you know, in our, if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll see all of their meet me videos. We do a quick intro meet me when I hire somebody to bring them on board. It kind of gives anyone that reads, listens to it or watches it some insight as to who that person is, not only professionally, but personally. So those are, those are great, but we've got testimonial videos. We've got job pitch videos. They're, they're getting more comfortable. It was a little, it was, it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be, but everybody is more comfortable with it now. And in regards to being remote, what are you doing to keep that, that team and that, that culture alive? You know, yep. um, we've done a couple things. What I've done every day at 5:30, I send an email out and I kind of recap the day. I get into our database, I get into the notes and activities and goals of all and the metrics of all of our employees, and I kind of call everybody out on them. I put them in this email. It's it's an easy report that comes out, and I just snip it and and paste it into an email. I put some humor in there. I put some fun memes. Um, I call out, I don't call out negative as much as I call out positive. Um, but it's been, everyone really likes it. It's been very, very, very beneficial. And they're looking forward to it. Several of the managers have now done a midday one. So they do a noon one. So the team can see where their numbers are for the day. So it's a report that only the managers can pull up. So that's been very beneficial. We've also just incorporated, which I know everyone's doing, is the Zoom um, happy hour. So we did one yesterday, which, you know, we're, we do a, a screenshot and I toss a screenshot into the daily email. But, you know, it's, it's you know, if anybody else wants to talk, you know, I, I'm always available. They know that we're maintaining our weekly one-on-ones each team member has with their managers. I'm maintaining my weekly one-on-ones with my branch managers. Um, you know, it's just moving forward. You know, that's nice that you send that email uh, midday and at the end of the day, because that lets, that keeps the team motivated, right? They oh, yeah. don't hear, they don't hear the buzz. They don't hear the team members on the, in the cubicle next to them on the phone and doing things. They just know what they're doing. And, and in their world, when they're in their little cave at home, they just know that they're busy. As far as they know, everyone else can be sitting on the sofa. So by you sharing those metrics, they know firsthand how they're performing compared to the other employees. Absolutely. And I've never done that before. So some of the positive that's come out of this for me is I'm definitely going to do that moving forward. I mean, it's 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 it definitely is motivating everyone. That's for sure. The other thing I like that you mentioned and you kind of touched on it is that um, you speak to the good, to the yeah. group. And that's, you know, one of the things we've learned for being a good leader and driving a good culture is if you have something negative, that's one-on-one. But if you have something positive, you make that positive so everyone sees it. Right, 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 right. I mean, look, we all want those strokes. We all want those positive strokes. We need 80 a day, according to Carlos at Sandler, calling you are, Carlos. <laughs> there you go. And she's referring to Carlos Garita, who was one of the earlier speakers we had and also one of our Vistage buddies. And Jamie works with Carlos on sales training and management training, right, Jamie? Yep, yep you got it. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's he's really good. What's up? I, I like that he's doing, you know, just kind of taking a step back. It's something for all of us to learn. And I'm curious if you're doing something like this. Carlos, because of his business, it's a training business. He's found that a lot of customers are going to cut that or look to cut their budget on training right away, right? Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, so in, in turn for that, he's saying, well, we have to keep doing it. So he's doing training for free. I've never done any of his training until yesterday. I did one of his free training sessions. I absolutely loved it. 
Good. Good, good, good. He does a great job. I, I, I love him. I mean, I've had him several years in a row now to come to our manager's retreat that we have at the end of the year. So yeah. he does a great job. He's funny. He's on top of things. You know, he, he's current. You know, he uses Sandler's theme and process. And but I think he's got a nice twist to it with his own personality. So I wanted to I wanted to ask you about your business. I know from talking to some other larger companies and people who work there, the first guys to go were the the temp employees and the contract employees. Has that has that been the same? Yeah, I mean, we still have a couple contractors out that can work remote, which it's interestingly enough their infrastructure because obviously you know we want to keep the 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 lights on, and the best way to keep the lights on with remote is keeping their desktops and they're getting everything in the cloud working and all that good stuff. So. That has been awesome, but we have had a lot, some contractors go. The clients have promised, you know, they'll bring them back on. It's, it is what it is. You know, I, I think that, um, you know, it's kind of similar. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the dot bomb era that we had. The difference is we had about what, five or six months tier, a downward tier for the dot bomb. This we had like, what, five or six days to come down. Right. <laughs> so it was a big difference. But yeah, I, I, you know, it is what it is. I think, I think. I have been educating myself. One of the things I've really been pushing my team to do in this time is really make yourself better, really push yourself, go do LinkedIn recruiter training, go learn the database a little bit more, you know, go learn something on sales and marketing, go learn something on recruiting, clean up your scripts, maybe clean up your safe searches. Those are the types of things that we really, really want to see. And in me doing the same, I've really, uh, a lot of my light companies, I belong to an association I've had since 86, 1986, this or- organization that they're all my competitors, but they're all my friends. And the common theme is certainly is contractors are going to come back first and fast because companies need technology people. They need, they need the professionals and they're going to need them fast. And, and they don't need, they cannot take that curve and that time to hire a perm. So they're going to look for contract labor to start and get the people on. So I think that um, I think the contract to contract to hire is going to boom fast. So right now, it's really important that you build that list of employees ready to go. Oh, it's amazing. The feedback I'm getting from my team that they're getting people on the phone. They're getting CIOs and CTOs and they're talking to us. They're spending time with us. They're really, I mean, it's unbelievable how we're, how many conversations that we were having that before were difficult to get them on the phone and they started off all on email, but now, I mean, everybody wants to talk to us. So it's just great. So everybody's building their pipeline. They're doing whatever they can to keep these relationships going, starting new relationships. So again, when that floodgate opens, we'll be positioned to uh, be ready to go. That's great. And it's a great time to educate those CIOs and those, uh, you know, those, those customers of yours or potential customers of yours on what they could do differently. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's going to be different. I mean, in a, in a two week time period, a month time period, it went from a candidate driven market to where it's going to pop over to a, cons- a client driven market. It's going to change completely. I mean, look, 35 years, I've seen all of that ebb and flow, but it's going to quickly turn to a, can a client driven market because they're going to be in, they're going to be calling us over you know salaries might dip a little bit but i don't i don't anticipate that i don't want that to happen but you know the availability of people on the market will be much bigger than it was two weeks ago okay 
And um, well, we talked about, I wanted to mention that a lot of businesses are hibernating right now. And what are we looking to do when we get out of hibernation? But you kind of touched on it. You're still having those conversations today. In fact, you're having more conversations and you're getting things ready for that. Oh yeah. How was the recovery in the last recession we had? In which, which, which one, 2008? Yeah. Yeah, 2008, market? the most recent one, yeah. yeah. Um, again, it was it turned into a more of a candidate-driven market at that time, so there was a lot of talent on the um, available. So it was it was easier for us. Um, it's much easier for us when there's available talent. It's much more difficult for us when there's not available talent because people are taking you know counters. They're, they have several offers on the table. So I mean, this one is just everything about this one to me. I mean, I can't really say what's going to happen in the future, because that's when it really is going to be able to be a telltale sign as if this is going to be a recession for us or not. But the only difference that I foresee is that, again, this went so fast that I'm I'm anticipating it popping back quickly as well. So I have a, I have a curious I'm, question. Uh, my, my optimistic outlook on life, too. Yeah. We live in Florida. It's always sunny. So, you know, yeah. rainbows and sunshine. Um, I'm curious. With the transition, the way you guys have adopted to work from home, do you see your company doing that more in the future? You know, interestingly, you asked that question because when I did, when I sent my email out to the managers telling them, look, this is, you know, you guys have really got to stay on top of your team, keep them focused, keep them from being distracted. Because again, this one's also with kids at home if they have them. Um, and so I think, and I told them, I said, look, if this works, you know, maybe we can incorporate into a two day a week at home, you know, three day a week at home, two in the office, maybe, you know, this, but it, you know, it's a, this is going to be the telltale sign if we can handle it or not as a group. I'm that's hoping. interesting. That, that's interesting. Cause the way we started was work from home Fridays. And that started just in the summer. And I, honestly, it started because I wanted to do something for the team. Right. Right. And um, they loved it. You know, I mean, they came in Monday just excited and ready to go, and they enjoyed it so much that they really stayed on top of those Fridays. Yeah. And um, it's worked great. So you're kind of going in the reverse of the way we went with that. <laughs> Baptism by fire. Do you think a lot more companies will adopt work from home? Oh, I think so, for sure. I mean, because I think it's 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 difficult to do. Um, you know, I think certain people are much more adaptable at doing it than others. I think their environment has something to do with it, whether they can adapt or not adapt. Um, and I think it's going to be very eye-opening for CEOs and CFOs and CIOs of, you know, who is capable of working from home. And, and if you are, I mean, think about your overhead. I mean, you know, I feel sorry for the leasing and, you know, uh, commercial real estate, but, you know, think about the savings you'll make if you don't have big office space for people to sit in. And that's the one thing a lot of people, you know, they, they lose track of is that when you save on your costs like that, it drops to the bottom line. Oh, if it's a huge cost. Yeah. And if you're if you're adding new revenue, well, that's gross revenue. You have to take out your costs. But when you're subtracting costs, it's pure profit. It's it's fantastic. I mean, when we made the move, I, I'm shocked I don't have an office already, that yeah. I, I don't have the whole team back in an office. Because I was convinced that we were going to go three months and we we're going to be right back in an office. And I was going to have to pull them kicking and screaming into an office. And 
It's fantastic. Now, for you guys to make the transition to remote, you already talked on on Teams, but before Teams, you were using Pigeon, right? Yes. Please. And and how has Teams changed your business compared to Pigeon? I think that it's way more collaborative. Um, everyone's more, way more participative in it. You know, it's it's um, I can Pigeon. You couldn't do groups, so I've got groups. So I've got my off each office is in a group. I have my managers in a group. I have my recruiters in a group and I have my salespeople in a group. So if there's something that we really want to target, the message that we want to target, then that's 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 how we do it. So it's been fantastic. And it keeps a log, which I think it's great because we send documents back and forth through it, which you couldn't do. It was difficult with Pigeon. Um, and, and so it's really, we can keep that thread and that law going. And it's, that's very beneficial because we've, we've actually referred back to that a couple of times. Do you find the team uses um, email less now that they have teams? Um, that's a good question, Jess. I don't think, I don't notice anything drastic. I don't really, I really don't. I mean, I think email is still, um, is still their primary form of communication. But I definitely, so I shouldn't say that. I, see, I don't see anything drastic, but I see a slight change. Yeah, I think it takes a little time to make that transition. But I've noticed with my team, you know, we we were we were on Pigeon, geez, I don't know, ten years ago probably. Um, welcome to the party, Jamie. But uh, <laughs> but we had moved to. We moved to Skype, we moved to Skype for business, and then we moved to Teams when Teams came out. And I've noticed that we don't send the team, uh, the broad team email as much as we were before. Right. If it's something very important, we'll send an email and we'll send it in Teams. But I find that we're relying a lot more on Teams. Yeah, that's nice. And how about the team when they have to step away? Are they taking time to mention that in Teams and, and use those notifications? What do you mean when they step away? They got to go walk the dog or go oh, on lunch. Well, I mean, their notifications show up in their, in their, you know, in the bottom of the screen, there's a, you know, red, red meaning, you know, nothing's there and green with a check mark if there's something there. And I think this whole remote work from home has really changed their mindset and they're focusing more on looking for that dot that's got the check mark that they have a notification because they know that's how we're communicating most of the time. So it's for, it's creating a pattern in their mind that they're going to go check their team first before they get started on their emails or their phone calls. And in regards to like um, outbound sales, you know, having conversations, looking lead generation, that type of stuff. How has that changed during the last two weeks? Well, we're getting a lot of we're not hiring right now. We're not hiring right now. We're waiting to see what happens. You know that that's. Unfortunately, the, the theme is as any, it's every company on the world. I hate to say that, but in any company in the world, but our position that we're um, approaching with is, you know, we're not looking for business right now. We're looking for a relationship. We're looking to learn about your technology, your platforms, your stack. How, you know, what's your team like? What's your culture like? We just want to learn about you and your organization. So again, when the time comes, we're, we're that much faster to finding you the perfect person. Good. And you guys, and we had talked about social media a little bit. Can you explain to me kind of some of the ways that consultants leverage social media? Um, you know, again, some of the basics are we put jobs, we have job availability, we put them on Twitter, we put them on LinkedIn, we put them on Facebook. Um, I really push my employees, their birthdays, their anniversaries. 
we stick to um, thought leadership and articles that are around our business, you know, the cost of an empty desk, you know, how to interview a DevOps um, individual, you know, what's going on in their office and their community. So it's really, it's not just business. It's, it's almost more personal uh, culture uh, type social postings than it is business. But we throw in a few here and there. I mean, I, I want to be a SME. I want to be a subject matter expert to my customers, whether it's the candidates or the clients, but I want, I don't want them to feel that pressure of, you know, uh, I'm here only to make money off of you. And that's, that's, you know, 35 years later, that isn't what we're about. We're about, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's helpful, but we're about uh, sustainability. Nice. Very nice, Jamie. Jamie, um, is there anything we missed or we didn't cover that you'd like to tell the business owners and leaders? Stay in there. Just stay in there. You know, it's tough. I mean, we, we've chosen um, not to lay anybody off. I know we've heard, you know, obviously unemployment is skyrocketing and, and um, you know, I, I don't plan on laying anybody off. You know, I can't, I have a business partner and we have to make those decisions together. Um, but, you know, right now we're, you know, just try to hang on, just try to hang on. Well, Jamie, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Thank you. Thanks for having uh, me. Thank you. And uh, by all means, you have a great day. Oh, and before I end it, uh, how could people get in touch with you? They can get in touch with us by our website, consultus.com, um, LinkedIn. We've got a Facebook page. They can email me at jamied at consultus.com. We've got a um, YouTube channel where they can look to see everybody and and who you know who their favorite recruiter might be and give them a shout. And, um, that's about it. All right. Jamie, thank you so much. Thanks, Jess. Good luck. Mm-hmm.